Good evening, folks. I'm a big fan of the music group Digital Underground. I remember same song which featured and introduced us to Tupac Shakur. That Tupac. Tupac was a dancer. He was a hype man. He was a background vocalist for Digital Underground. I remember the honor that Digital Underground showed to Parliament Funkadelic. They sampled a whole lot of that funk. And they gave George Clinton co-writer credits on Kiss You Back. It was another good jam. I also remember one of the characters, the Piano Man. Digital Underground would let Piano Man play live keys over samples. And it really worked. The organ groove and solo on the same song. Man, that was bananas. I recently learned that Digital Underground was first a militant rap group that paid homage to the Black Panthers. Then Public Enemy came along and blew up with pretty much the same shtick. So Digital Underground reinvented itself as something more lighthearted and entertaining. There's another story in there, but we'll leave that one for later. We all remember Digital Underground most for the Humpty Dance. Everything about the Humpty Dance worked, especially that bass line. I know I'm the only one, but somebody had to tell me that Humpty Hump was actually band leader Shock G's alter ego. Piano Man was also Shock G. I grew up watching music videos way too many of them. And they all facilitated the illusion that Shakji, Humpty Hump, and Piano Man were three different people. They all one in the same. And I didn't know. Now I'm a quick study sometimes, but sometimes it takes me a minute. Now watch me get quick with this though. See, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall and then things fell apart. That's the summary. Now things don't always fall apart, cousin. Sometimes they never come together in the first place. And our relationships can be like that. I don't have a lot of people who are part of my life, but the ones who do engage either want my fellowship, wisdom, service, all three of these. Here's how I discern what they want, what they really want. Successful relationships build through a progression that starts with acceptance. Hey Amen. You are right with me. Then affirmation. Hey Amen. You are right. Period. Then accountability. Hey Amen. I should not have done that. And then finally, authority. Hey man, what should I do? Now this progression will not look the same in every relationship, but these stages are reached and remain present in the ones that work and last. Now today we do everything fast, a little too fast. So it's easy to skip right through all these stages, get on to what you really want.
Now, I mentioned in a recent message that submitting yourself in service is humble, but also humbling, but also very strategic. This is especially so in relationship building. Submitting yourself in service will show and reveal character. Remember, both your own and the other parties. It also reveals care, concern, respect, and synergy, or the lack thereof. It helps you to see the potential path of your relationship. Now, let me add another tool today. Assigning homework is a good relationship tool. Ask the other person to do something, not necessarily something for you. Ask them to do something that will help them. Again, this will reveal care, concern, respect, and synergy, or the lack thereof. So how does this work in real life? Well, in my life, I get far more opportunities to submit myself in service than I get to assign homework. That in and of itself should tell me something. Now I attract a lot of people who profile as visionaries who are tasked with saving the world from itself. Now this personality type is often predisposed to myopia, tunnel vision, and self-centeredness. And it takes one to know one, so I'm not judging. I'm confessing. So let's say I have a special insight to these folks because I'm one of them. Healing every day. Here's a recent example. I'm going to call this one Podcast Tales. Recently, let's say late last year, I hosted a breakout session on podcasting as part of a local networking group's regular meeting. So this cat introduced himself at the general meeting in a rather distinguished way that impressed me. I'm impressed by anybody who puts their words together very well and with efficiency. Then my man approached me to exchange numbers as I headed to my breakout session. He says, hey, I can't make it to your session tonight, but I'm interested in chatting about podcasting later. Okay, cool. Let's get together, man. I, I like to Skype for my meetings. So we met twice via Skype. First meeting was an introductory icebreaker type meeting. Now, I did notice that he talked a lot about himself. No harm there. Now, amen. When afforded the opportunity, I can get a little chatty about me, too. Second meeting, though, felt like a job interview. He yielded the floor to me completely so I could tell him all about my approach to podcasting. We talking nuts and bolts approach. Now, he asked me somewhere near the end of the meeting, if I had all of what I had shared written somewhere. But I didn't. But we set up a third Skype meeting and he didn't show up. Now there was a hurricane that day. But seriously, there was a hurricane that day. So I figured he might have gotten caught up or delayed. A couple of days later, I contacted him to follow up on the missed meeting. Now, I know it shouldn't have been me doing that, but I did that. 
He explained that his assistant cleared all the meetings from his calendar once they learned of the impending storm. Okay. Okay, even I see the red flags when I'm retelling the story. But I saw them while I was experiencing the story too. But I focused on my need to create partnerships that could bring me new opportunities. Sue me, man. That's kind of where I am. Now, I reached out a few weeks later to ask if he had followed up on the homework that I had assigned. And that homework was to pick up the same inexpensive HD webcam that is bringing me into your countenance right now. And I recommended he get one to start filming his ideas. He had not followed up, but he thanked me for holding him accountable. A couple of weeks after that, he invited me to join his podcast team for their bi-weekly online production meetings. He even added me to the Google Docs collaborators folder. Now I reviewed the writing that outlined his vision for the show and all of the assigned team roles. And I learned that he had a strong concept and a strong team, talented folks with clearly defined roles. I noticed too though, that he assigned me the role of audio engineer. Okay. I appreciated being considered, flattered actually, but I would have appreciated being asked even more. Pourquoi? Well, I have my own show. This is how I'm coming to you now. And would love to collaborate with other show hosts and producers in synergistic ways. How sweet? Well, we could share music that we have exclusive rights to, and that's a real time saver right there that I've learned from experience. See, I make all the music that I use in my stuff. We could be guests on each other's shows. We could write shows together. We could promote each other's shows. There's a lot we could do to help each other while maintaining our individual tugboats. Now, frankly, being the audio engineer on his show sounded like a great way for me to help him. Then maybe it would help me by allowing me to be part of a multi-person team and not just a one-man band. I know that's a stretch. That, that might be a full-out reach, but I'm trying, man. I saw this newest red flag, but I decided to see the process through and attend a few meetings. You never know what you can learn, man, when you open yourself. Maybe my participation and input would make a mutually beneficial role clear to him or make it clear to me that there would be no such role. So we have a couple of meetings, outline processes, start gathering show ideas. I even contributed a couple of ideas that I was developing for my show but was willing to co-produce with some partners. Might have made it a little easier on me. Now during one meeting, we talked through each team member's role on paper and then what it would look like in real life. I understood everyone else's roles, both on paper and in real life, but the one I had been assigned was kind of always talked around and discussed in very little detail. My man even mentioned to me 
that he would be following up with me individually because my role was so important and because he was so detail-oriented. So do not be dismayed by this lack of activity here in the meetings that we are asking you to sit through. Now this cat was also super busy with a full-time corporate job, so he never followed up individually. Then it became clear to me that nobody really understood the details of my role, but they knew it was needed. Now it then became clear to me that perhaps all of our early meetings were in fact interviews. I'll keep this off the tape, but I saw something that pretty much told me, no, you were being interviewed, man. To identify the group's missing set of skills. Remember that comment? Is all of this written somewhere? So holy moly, Batman. Here we go again. This is our first official Groundhog Day of 2018. My, my personal Groundhog Day, where the same thing happens over and over. Shout out to Parks Tony Phil. There's another cat who seems very interested in my skills, but is not interested in me enough to know that I'm the best person to decide how I would like to be involved and help. I really am. You see, I'd have been more than willing to provide a behind the scenes, all access peek in my production process. I'm proud of it and love to show people. I would have recorded it for posterity and provided it as a resource. And I then would have skipped all of these meetings, man, on Wednesday nights. And we perhaps could have then collaborated on something of greater mutual need. Then came the climax. There was a scheduled meeting where I was the only confirmed and actual attendee besides him. Now, I almost changed my confirmation, but I followed through on attending because I figured this would give us an exclusive chance, the best chance we were going to get, to talk shop, like my man had promised, about my assigned role, and perhaps would give me the avenue to talk to him about my preferred one. But we commenced the meeting, saw we were the only two people there, and he hurried me offline and said that the meeting would be rescheduled. I know. I can see clearly now. Yeah, I have been doing the Humpty Dance so hard. I cannot see the Chalk G, Humpty Hump, and Piano Man were the same dude. In other words, I'm trying so hard to find a way to collaborate. I can't see that this cat sought to employ me to handle production details he did not understand. Nothing more, nothing less. Now I'm so familiar with that game, I should see it coming, right? I should see right through that. But sure, if I'm operating from a pessimistic, realistic platform and always looking for things to fall apart, oh man, I know you intend me harm from the jump. I was operating, though, from a place of hope and opportunity. I wanted to see if we could put things together for our mutual benefit. And in the end, all I lost was time. But time is a significant asset in my life. 
It's right up there with money. You know, money is the value that you place on time. So I stopped attending all the meetings, and I waited to be contacted by the aforementioned detail-oriented leader who declined to honor the opportunity afforded by our last meeting, but of course is now going to want to know why I have not been showing up for work. Child, please. Well, that happened last week. Oh, it happened. I responded to say, hey, I'm concentrating on writing and producing the third season of my own show. And that I was still available to guide and consult, but would not be involved in any day-to-day -day production details. He thanked me and wished me well on my third season. Now, I'm not sure he got it, but I got it. I can provide that consulting and guidance that I offer to someone who values and has requested it. Okay, man. I hope that wasn't too long of a story. So anyway, here's the epilogue. What have I learned? All right, I've learned that I can assign myself properly to new relationships by offering my time, energy, care, concern, and respect through humility, that is, submitting myself in service, and homework, asking the other party to do something that will benefit them. Then I let the Humpty Dance and my holy common sense remind me that their response will either propel our relationship or repel it in clear and certain terms. Say that.